0: Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we take a look at the astrological energies from September 20th until September 27th as we move into Libra season and cross over the equinox threshold into the second half of the astrological calendar. We'll be looking at the transiting aspects of this week, plus I have some very important themes to share with you about Libra season specifically this year and next year, 2023-2024 Libra season. Is still going to be a significant time of life changes. And I'll explain more about that in today's show. But just a heads up, because this can help you understand some of the bigger themes you might be moving through at this time in regards to relationships, partnerships, connections, the people you interact with, and things that need to be evolving, especially into late 2024. So I'll be talking about that in today's show. I did want to start with two quick programming notes, which is to let you know there was no podcast on Monday, and I really wanted to let those of you know who listen on Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon. I know that you connect with this podcast across multiple distribution platforms. There was no Monday podcast. You didn't miss anything. And the truth is my son was really sick. He was home from school. So as you know, those of you who are parents, that changes everything. So my day was not going as planned, but I had to laugh because that was the day that Neptune and Pisces opposed the sun in Virgo, which is where we have to surrender to something else. The second programming note, though, is that I was recently on a podcast called Reiki Lifestyle. If you are a healer or you're interested in Reiki, whether you're a practitioner professionally or just on your own, please listen to both Colleen and Robin Benelli. As they share and teach quite a bit, they interact with some wonderful guests, and I was very happy to connect with them again on their podcast, Reiki Lifestyle. And we talked specifically about the energy of Chiron, Chiron the Wounded Healer, not only in your astrology chart, but in the current transiting energies as Chiron moves through Aries. So looking at the energies of this week, we have the sun finalizing its journey through Virgo where it makes a trine to Pluto retrograde in Capricorn at 27, nearly 28 degrees, September 20th. And this is a surge of power. This is the energy of determination and definition, something being definite, something you want to commit to, you want to invest in. This could also be an energy of reframing your goals, understanding more about what really matters to you now, how that has shifted either throughout this year or more recently. But there is a surge of energy that's meant to click you into a higher gear, something that shows you this is what I want, this is what I'm committing to, this is the direction I'm going. So this is an important energy to be aware of and this energy will also be strong in January of 2024, when we'll have the Sun conjunct Pluto in Capricorn for one final time before it moves into Aquarius. So something could be setting you up for what you want to accomplish in your life next. Also, it could show you how your goals, how your ambitions, and what you want in life has really transformed, how it's been shifting you into new directions. And this is also the case because Pluto has been squaring the nodes of fate, and the nodes are in Aries and Libra at this time, the North Node in Aries reconnecting you to what you've understood about yourself, what you really want, who you really are, more of your full potential. And that's truly what the North Node in Aries seeks to develop and grow. But with that ongoing square to Pluto, there could be some things that just don't seem possible, that seem out of reach, that seem like you don't know how it's going to come together, how it's going to happen. But part of what we are meant to trust with Pluto squaring the nodes is that there is a deeper part of us evolving and that there's things you're meant to really examine and face those fears. What is holding you back? Where are you perhaps not seeing the long-term perspective? Where are you being potentially short-sighted and not understanding that some things as they move through us, they trigger and bring up what we're meant to acknowledge in ourself, where we're meant to take responsibility. And that is part of the directive of this Pluto in Capricorn squaring the North Node in Aries and the South Node in Libra is what do you need to take responsibility for in your own experience that maybe is really uncomfortable? It doesn't feel good because you're acknowledging where you weren't in your power Or maybe you gave your energy and your power away to others. And that can be part of Pluto in Capricorn squaring the south node in Libra. And this energy is actually quite strong as we move into Libra season. So we still have this energy of Pluto squaring the nodes, showing us Maybe what you don't have or what you want, what you desire, and you're trying to figure out the plan. How do I get there? How do I make that happen? Well, the sun in Virgo's last hurrah before it moves into Libra might be giving you some clear insight, some clear direction, and what to focus on that will get you there step by step. So this could be a week of realignment, realigning with something that you gave up or you didn't believe would happen for you. This could be a week where you're reconnecting with a new source of power that stems from a deeper well within you, a new level of power that maybe you're finally uncovering and connecting with that's meant to lead you forward. So again, this is one of the final transiting aspects before the sun gets to zero degrees of Libra, which is the equinox portal, and then moves into Libra season. The equinox happens twice a year, and it's when we have equal parts of day and night in our 24-hour day. This is when the sun crosses the celestial equator, and we are then Returning to a balance point. Since there is equilibrium in the energetic field, this is a point of assessing your own energy. And that can be what is going out and what is coming back in, where you are in balance with yourself, perhaps in balance with your masculine and your feminine, in balance between your heart and your mind, in balance in your energy field. There is a reset here as well as we begin a new season of the calendar year, and Tropical Western Astrology is connected with the beginning points of each of the four seasons. And so Libra begins autumn in the Northern Hemisphere and begins spring in the Southern Hemisphere. So this is a portal into new energetic experiences that unfold over the following three months, but it also is a new focal point on relational dynamics because this quarter of the astrological year where we move through Libra, Scorpio, and Sagittarius is about how we interact and exchange energies with others. And so this takes us further out of the first half of the astrological wheel, which is about self-development, knowing who you are, understanding what you want, what you're about, what matters to you. When we move over this Libra equinox, those are then the energies we take out into our experiences and interactions with others. So the sun enters Libra, and this brings up how we share our energy outside of ourselves. Now, Libra is commonly associated with relationships, partnerships, cooperation, and collaboration. It's about how we interact one-on-one with other people whether that is through work, family, friendships, of course, things in your private life and in your personal world. But this is also the people you choose to interact with as well as the people you don't choose to interact with that you have to interact with. So this could involve people that you work with, right? You didn't hire them, but they're still in the workplace and you have to interact with them. Uh, This can involve people at school, in your community, essentially the people around you. And Libra brings up how we show up in those interactions. It's about conversation and dialogue and exchanges, talking and listening, being open as well to those who are different from us with viewpoints, ideas, understandings, which suffice to say is every person on the planet is gonna be different than you. So this is how we learn to get along play nice on the playground, speak with kind words. All of those are some of the Libra strengths. Now, as I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, Libra season is holding extra transformation and energy this year and next year. So this is just good to be aware of because the Libra energies are still going through significant changes. And that relates to the south node in Libra. In Libra season, we're going to have Mars, Mercury, and the Sun all cross over the South Node and really bring up relationship changes as they're meant to unfold for you. I'm going to talk more about that in just a minute. The other factor in play is that Libra season this year and next year also has Pluto in Capricorn. Yes, Pluto will be back in Capricorn in late 2024 during both Virgo, Libra, and even parts of Scorpio season. And that means that the planets in Libra are still going to be squaring Pluto in Capricorn in 2024. So you are moving through some deeper changes around the people that you interact with, but more importantly, on a personal level, how you choose to show up. So this can be beneficial because that Pluto in Capricorn wants you to be in your mastery, your authority, wants you to honor who you have evolved into in this lifetime, wants you to honor your power and to not simply give it away, to not be a people pleaser, to not go into things, into connections that further bring up ways that you have to hold back what you need or who you are. Rather, these are going to be Libra seasons of honoring what needs to shift and change within you to be in that sense of power and personal authority that doesn't threaten relationships, that doesn't require one person to be in charge and the other to be subservient. Rather, this is looking at when you show up in your authentic power, when you're really honoring what you need, who you are, what you're about, what you're here to accomplish and do, the same people of frequency will meet you there. And so this will be a time when relationship changes are going to continue in big ways. And that's just what Libra season is going to bring up. As I said, this year and next year, we're still undergoing the tension in the Libra areas of your chart. The Libra areas of your chart are not going to feel settled. They're going to still feel like, okay, people come in or go out. Um, This could be realizing people you need to fire or people you need to replace. This could be understanding what is not going to be acceptable anymore in your relationships. This can certainly relate to family members, friendships people that you're like, nope, sorry, that isn't cool, that isn't fair, or maybe it's even looking at how others or how you engage in relationships and there being some big highlights here around what is now unacceptable, what you don't allow, right? It doesn't meet your standards or it isn't part of essentially how you want to live your life. We are becoming increasingly energetically aware. We are more aware of how we feel during certain exchanges, what the energy is that's alive between two people. And you're going to be able to assess more keenly whether it is correct for you or if it sinks your energy, right? It's as simple as evaluating it after you interact with somebody. Does your energy go up? Do you feel better? Do you feel good and more solid in who you are? Or does the energy sink? And you feel kind of crappy and you don't really like that exchange or what that felt like or what transpired. So we're becoming wiser about these energy exchanges. And that means, too, that things are going to continue to shift, especially if you have planets or points in the late degrees of the cardinal signs. In 2024, Pluto retrogrades back to 29 degrees of Capricorn, still working With planets or points at 29 degrees of the cardinal signs. Aries, Cancer, Libra, Capricorn. And so this means that things aren't settled yet. There is still the angst or discomfort. What do I do? I feel like I'm in between a rock and a hard place. What do I choose? Well, Capricorn energy wants you to choose what is right for you because you understand who you are, what you want in your life, what's meant to serve you for the long term. But that Libra energy can be like, well, they're going to be upset with me. They're going to be mad at me. I'm going to have this drama or this fallout or something's going to come up and it's going to be really uncomfortable. Yeah, absolutely. That could very well be the case. And that's how some things unfold, right? Or that's what can happen depending on the dynamics. So both of those are true statements, right, where being in your power or being in that decision or choices that are best for you now can create discomfort in connections, can stir the pot, can be something that the Libra energies don't want. But this is also a time to not only be objective about the long term, but also to understand that it's not your job to make others happy. And sometimes the lower expressions of Libra go there and they feel that responsibility or that weight. The other thing that can come up for Libra energy is that there's a discomfort with people being mad at you. I don't want them to be mad at me. I don't want them to not like me. I don't want them to think bad of me or to judge me or whatever that might be. Well, you have no control over that. So you got to let that go. You got to get over that. People are going to do and think whatever they're going to do and think. That's not yours. And in fact, if you were trying to engage in controlling that, well, then you're actually activating plutonic energies that can be manipulative or that can be a disservice to you and a huge waste of your energy. So there's some things you're just going to have to call it as it is. You're just going to be like, this is what it is. And I'm going to acknowledge that for myself and make choices according to what I know is best for me and what is best for my long-term life path. So, I know that isn't really what we want to hear as we move into Libra season, but that is the astrology is that the Libra energies, as they interact with the South Node and with Pluto, there's going to be things that are uncomfortable in relational dynamics. So, choose wisely. And that North Node in Aries wants you to choose what supports your growth, what supports understanding who you are, who you're becoming, what you're owning, also what you truly love about yourself, what you truly enjoy about being you, and to honor that, to give that as much weight, if not more, than what you are trying to perhaps hold up or juggle with other people and it's not working. So the South Node is going to be more prominent this year and next year as well. And so people are going to be making changes. Things are going to be ending, falling apart. They're not going to be renewed, so to speak. Libra is also where you have to let people go and you have to say goodbye or you understand that it's run its course. And because these nodes work in basically a nine-year cycle, whatever you're choosing now is setting you up for the next nine years until the north node is in Libra right? So the south node is in Libra right now, moves through all of Libra. And then in about nine years, it will be opposite where the north node will be in Libra. So understand that as well. What are you choosing for the next nine years? And by the way, it reminds me of a movie trilogy. Did you ever see Before Sunrise? It came out in 1995. And then nine years later, before Sunset came out, the second movie, and then after that, Before Midnight. And these are the movies that starred Ethan Hawke and Julie Delpy. They were beautifully done, thought-provoking about connections. And there's a quote in the second movie, Before Sunset, that says that when we're young, we think we're going to have a lot of connections with many people. But as you age and you get older, you realize you just have maybe two or three quality connections in your life and I feel like this nodal journey right now is highlighting those connections. It's highlighting what is really correct for us and right for our path. It's also highlighting how we choose, what we choose because Libra is the energy of choices and so in these movies they meet and again it was like 1995 that the movie came out and they meet on a train And they get off in Vienna and spend the day and the evening exploring the town. It's a very Libra interaction. And then they make a pact to meet again in six months. And spoiler alert, that doesn't happen, but they do meet up nine years later. And the characters reconnect in Paris. And there's these really universal themes that come up that I find quite moving and insightful because it's been nine years. And they have different lives now. Each of them is on a different path, but they never forgot the connection they had, but they didn't choose it. They didn't choose those connections with each other. And so they reconnected and it brings up, well, who are we meant to connect with in this life that really is good for us? It's good for your heart. It's good for your energy, good for your mind, good for who you are. And so there's some beautiful themes here between these movies that highlight as I mentioned, the nodal access journey right now and what you're choosing and how there's times in our lives when the best choices are the most vulnerable. The best choices take us out of what we just thought we would choose or what we thought our life would be. Perhaps the best choice is for your heart. It's for what lights you up, what gives you life. It can be something that also pushes you to a limit, pushes you to a point of discomfort. So those are the energies at play right now. And that's why I wanted to bring up these movies because it also highlights what we value in other people. And that's another Libra theme. What do you value in people in your life? What do you admire? What do you enjoy? And when you're in that understanding, those are then the people you attract in and bring into your reality. So as we move into Libra season, we're going to see more of what we want to choose or what we're ready to choose next, as well as what is clearing out, what is finishing up, what no longer has energy or stamina to go forward. And the south node in Libra signifies what is energetically complete, but also where we're ready to perhaps renegotiate or reconsider or look at something in a new way. So this doesn't mean that every relationship is ending or everything's going to fall apart. No, what it means is that there's things that no longer connect with your consciousness, with who you are now and who you have become in the past nine years. And I feel like this is going to be something that we each experience personally and collectively as we move through Libra season. So the main energy shift this week is the sun entering Libra, September 22nd and moving us into Libra season. Now the other transiting aspects we have going on include Venus in Leo trining Chiron retrograde in Aries. This occurs at 18 degrees and this is the third and final time that Venus will trine Chiron and that's because of course of her previous retrograde in Leo and this trine to Chiron highlights what has healed and strengthened within you. It highlights what you have realized and you have worked through that supports your confidence, your sense of self, and what your heart needs now, where your heart needs more love that is from a healed place, that is from a strengthened, supportive field of energy. This is often invigorating and energizing, and it shows you what you have been healing and working through because this first trine occurred back in late June. It actually happened June 28th to 30th. The second pass was when Venus was retrograde the middle of August, August 14th and 15th. And now here it is, the third and final trine to Chiron, which wants you to love your own healed experiences, your own ability to take control of your energy, of what you need, and to honor it. So this can be beautiful for relational connections. This can be also new surges of creativity things you want to do and try, because these are in the fire signs, which are action, energy, let's go for it, let's make moves. So there's something here that wants to lift you up and give you more confidence that you are deserving, that you are worthy, that you are seen and acknowledged. And so that could be something that shows up or comes through for you. Keep in mind that this Venus retrograde in Leo, it began At 28, nearly 29 degrees of Leo, which activated the August 2017 solar eclipse in Leo, the one that went across the U.S. and has been changing the energy of the country dramatically, in addition to the Pluto return that we've been finishing up and moving through. In fact, by the way, the Pluto return energies are active right now, too. We're not done with the Pluto return in the USA. But let me get back to Venus. Because she activated powerfully that solar eclipse from August 2017, we've been reprogramming parts of our experience, parts of our lives, parts of ourselves that needed to level up. We've been really looking at what new areas do I need to claim about my gifts, my light, my needs that I'm worth it, feeling proud of who I am and what I'm about. And so a deeper reprogramming of the heart has been in play here and it feels too like it's been opening up new treasures. I'm getting the visual of a treasure box uh, filled with things that have been untapped or unacknowledged. And there could be parts of you that are awakening to more of what's in your heart, of what you desire, of what you want. And part of the journey is then claiming I'm worth it and knowing that the universe sees that as well. And the universe acknowledges, yes, you are, but because of your free will and because of the fact that this is an experience of sovereignty as on this planet, There's things that we have to really acknowledge and then the universe reinforces that. So I feel like we're opening up parts of our heart, parts of what we really value, want and desire and the universe is affirming, yes, you can have that. Yes, you're worthy. Yes, that has your name on it. So keep in mind that this particular Venus retrograde can really be working with you deeply and personally, maybe even beyond what you thought would transpire. In terms of the realizations that are coming up, the things that are being shown to you, what is coming through, maybe how the universe is speaking to you, those messages it's giving you that it wants you to see clearly. So, Venus is still in its shadow, still moving through its shadow until early October. And this is where new insights can finally come up and emerge. September 24th, Mars in Libra opposes this Chiron in Aries retrograde. This also happens at 18 degrees. So, Mars opposing Chiron can bring up something that doesn't feel good, that triggers us out of our equilibrium. And that Mars being the ruler. Of Chiron and Aries, because Aries is ruled by Mars, means that there's something that you are managing or juggling internally to find new equilibrium around, and it could be that you're figuring out how to handle a problem. Like something is coming up, and it's maybe even triggering those lower Aries expressions of "I got to fight for this," "I'm really impatient," "I really want to get this done," and the Mars in Libra opposition wants you to remain in a place of neutrality. How would you make moves or get something done when you weren't overly consumed with the emotional response? How would you take care of something just because it needs to objectively get done without it involving all of this personal stuff within you? So this is basically an opposition that wants to keep you in a state of equilibrium But every opposition is a bit like a seesaw where you could go into the full Chiron in Aries stuff and then come back to the Mars in Libra place of, I just want to get this done. I'm just going to say what I need to say without the emotional energy involved, without it being my inner child's unhealed voice which is part of the Chiron in Aries, the unhealed inner child that is throwing a tantrum and wildly upset about something. And here is cool cucumber Mars in Libra that says, hey, this is what we need to do. It's not that big a deal. Let's just take care of this and it will get done. So that can be part of the dynamic. Again, that September, it's basically September 23rd and 24th. And it's going to remind you to just remain in a state of detachment, and that will help you get through whatever might come up or be triggered, especially if it's an argument or a fight. It would be important to be very clear in your communications, very wise in your words. And then the final transiting aspect we have this week is Mercury in Virgo trining Jupiter retrograde in Taurus at 14 degrees. And this happens September 25th. And this is overall a supportive trine. This helps move things along. So Mercury is still in the shadow territory of Virgo and is receiving this trine from retrograde jupiter and taurus that brings in or shines a light on something that is beneficial and supportive so you think about that mercury and virgo getting things done working away organizing wanting to manage something well to be effective mercury and virgo is very smart very intellectual and aware of what is coming together and the things that are operating whether they're happening well or not Mercury in Virgo sees it. It's like it has very clear eyesight. And then you have this trine from huge Jupiter, the biggest planet in our solar system, that brings in something useful, tangible, practical. So if you are in the middle of solving a problem, moving through an issue, and you're needing help, this can be a time period when it shows up. And even though this Jupiter is retrograde, it could have been something that you overlooked before or it was delayed, something that was pushed back, you know, someone wasn't available, something didn't happen. Now the resources show up and come through. Now there is a tangible way forward that works. And I guess that would be the easiest way to summarize this transiting aspect. Something works. It clicks. It connects. It could give you relief. It could be like, finally, I've been struggling with this. I was waiting on this. Now it comes together. Now it shows up. And this can also help us be productive to stay on course with what we had planned, even if it was delayed or postponed. This is where something even happens faster and easier because of that trine from Jupiter in Taurus retrograde. So again, this will be exact on September 25th, and we're going to have a faster moving Mercury as we move into October, but that's always the case with Mercury. That's always the dance, where after the Mercury retrograde and slowdown, then Mercury catches up and starts moving quickly, and that will happen in October. So just know that if September felt kind of sluggish and slow at times, like things weren't coming together, it took a lot of effort to make it happen, that is going to turn around this week and into October. And so you could feel that life picks up its pace, more is moving along, more is coming together, and even that it's better better solutions, better options, better pathways open up. So overall, this is a week where you could feel like you have higher energy, more movement, things are finally clicking, coming together and happening. And if there were delays, postponements, if things even felt like you didn't know how it was going to work or transpire, you could be beautifully surprised. You could also have things show up that just seem so obvious, and you're like, why didn't I see this earlier? well, it wasn't time. It wasn't time. It wasn't in your awareness. You weren't ready, but now you are. And I feel like we're going to have more of an active energy as we complete September and move into October. I also want to mention how active the sun has been, where we have had some fast moving M class solar flares. They are very powerful solar flares that affect our planet, enter into our atmosphere, they bring in the beautiful aurora borealis energies and visuals they light up the sky and they're essentially brand new fresh light codes from the sun and so when we have a very active sun we feel that we feel that energy because we are energetic vessels but we also feel it moving through us in ways that might be difficult to understand so with these big blasts of geomagnetic power you could feel suddenly tired Like you've hit a wall and it's only 10 a.m. You could feel exhausted and you don't know why. It's because we're receiving these big downloads directly from the sun. These are the kinds that can knock out energies on the grids. This is the energy that affects our electronics, our technology, our internet connections. And these are the energies that also can purify and blast away older debris, older energies as well. So an active sun is important to acknowledge. And it's also important to note that these energies are stronger when they are emerging from parts of the sun that directly face our planet. Because as we know, the sun is that giant basketball in the sky, solar flares that can erupt on any portion of that sphere, of the sun's sphere. But when it's facing earth directly, it's more of a direct hit, if you will. It's more of an incoming direct energy that we feel more rapidly and more intensely. So I hope that validates anything you might have been feeling this week where you didn't know where it came from. It came out of the blue. Why am I suddenly tired or really hungry or really sleepy? And it could be because you're feeling these incoming solar flare energies affecting you deeply. And I also wanted to share with you Since many of you inquired about the Alaska cruise that we went on, it was fabulous. It happened the beginning of September. I meant to mention it last week and I forgot, but it was a wonderful time. There was a group of about a 100 of us and the workshops were phenomenal. The other speakers were so wonderful. It was so good to meet them and connect. And I just really enjoyed those of you who are on the ship and we got to sit down and exchange together and talk about astrology but also get to know you. So it was really wonderful to make those in-person connections. Uh, The Alaska cruise itself was gorgeous. It was a wonderful adventure through the different energies and areas of Alaska. I've actually done this cruise before about 10 years ago, but it's different every time. Beautiful scenery, wonderful and peaceful on the ocean. We had great weather. We were very lucky because the weather was getting ready to change, Um, but it was just overall a really nice week of journeying on this Ship and of course being able to discuss more of the energies that we're also sailing through at this time i did two astrology workshops and we had a great time discussing the energies of sedna and salacia we also discussed more about the north node and south node energies so thank you to those of you who were able to make it and then another brief update to share with you is about my family member, Jaden. And some of you have also asked how he's doing. And I'm so happy to tell you that he's doing really well. Jaden has a rare and serious blood condition called aplastic anemia. And this was diagnosed last November. And so as you can imagine, the past number of months have been very big, very intense. He has had successful stem cell transplants. He has been healing deeply and profoundly, and this is, of course, exactly what we wished for and were hoping for because uh, we we were close to losing him, and there was a period of time when it didn't look good. So to see him doing better and healing and basically turning around his physical energy has been profound and inspiring and certainly a soul-level choice to stay here and to continue on the journey of this lifetime. So thanks again for those of you who have checked in, who have asked, who have donated. Um, I've been sharing his updates with you for a few months now and he's almost able to go home. You know, he had to be in ongoing care for 100 days after his surgery and that's because it takes a minimum of 100 days to check in. On what his blood is doing, what his numbers are doing. And essentially, the right numbers are going up and the bad numbers are going down. And so he is on the mend. Um, He hasn't been home for months. In fact, it was at the solstice, the summer solstice, that he had his surgery. And then he had to stay in care for 100 days. And he'll be going home, fingers crossed the end of September beginning of October so thank you all for your energetic support this is where I get emotional I know you can hear it in my voice and that's okay but all of your wishes your blessings your prayers certainly supported him through this very difficult life experience and also gave this 19 year old man a new lease on life and I've been really touched for your ongoing care and concern so thank you so much truly from the bottom of our hearts and in fact I have something else wonderful to share with you but I'll do that next Wednesday about Jaden and what he's going to be doing next or at least one of the things he has to look forward to so I'll share more about that next Wednesday. As always thank you so much for joining me. I will be here every Monday and Wednesday for a new podcast episode. I appreciate your ongoing connection as we move through these astrological energies together. Wishing you a beautiful, Equinox portal journey into the second half of the astrological year and I look forward to connecting with you again soon. You can find all of my current classes and programs at mollymccord.online as I certainly hope to continue to help you in understanding more of your astrological energy signature in this lifetime. joining me and I'll see you back here really soon.